Hey everyone, welcome back to Hope for Today. And I hope and trust that today will be the day that God will encourage your heart in a unique and special way. So our topic for this week is going to be on the gift of encouragement. Now we've done the gift of hospitality and I got some great feedback from many of you on, boy, I never quite looked at it that way. So I'm kind of hoping that that's the same thing with this. The Bible gives us many opportunities to be used and to serve. And there's many um, verses in the Bible that talk about many of the gifts that are available to us. And um, granted, some of these gifts are probably more predominant in certain people than others, but we're going to work through that together and, and see how that fits in with where you are. You know, the world that we're living in, hope and encouragement is not at the top of the list. Um, even before the pandemic, I think people have just for years have felt hopeless, for years have felt alone, for years have felt discouraged. Um, many people have grown up with a really raw past that has just haunted them until their adulthood. We were foster parents for a couple of years and I know the kids that came in our home and the uh, luggage so to speak, that they came with wasn't the brown bag that they were sent with. It was all the things that they had grown up in. And we had a four-year-old little boy that if you knew the life he had lived by the time he was four years old, you would have thought he lived to 140 um, with the experiences that he had to go through and the trauma. I don't know where he is today, but I can't imagine if no one has come alongside of him and encouraged him he'd probably be one of the first ones to say life is hopeless. Um, you know, the other day I was at a uh, support group and we went to an event for uh, my son's autism and we went there and, you know, I was excited to reconnect with people. It's been a while. It's been a few months since we've connected and my son has made some great friends there. And so we were sitting there and just enjoying. The weather was beautiful. It was outside. It was a barbecue. And my husband kind of nudged me and he says, uh, isn't that so-and-so over there? And I went, Shh, don't say anything. And he looked at me and I'm not normally like that. And I said to him, I just can't talk to them today. And he was like, they're coming this way. So I'm like, oh, throwing that smile. You know, you go on stage and you do what you have to do. And so they walked up and everything that came out of their mouth was hopeless, despair, and they were just miserable. And, you know, you could say the sky is blue and they would find one cloud in it. And no matter what you said, they just did not have a encouraging word to say. And it was coming toward the end of the, um, the activity that we, the event that we were at. And she just kept coming at me and coming at me and coming at me with all this negativity. So I said to her, well, I just hope that the rest of your day turns out to be better. And I just hope you have a great day. And she's like, oh, well, I don't even know how I could, you know, live in a, and have a better day today. So I looked at her and I just bluntly told her, I said, you know, you just can't live in misery. You just have to decide that you're going to whatever you need to do to make it that much better. You need to do that. And we talked for another minute or two and she left and and. I knew going into it when I told my husband, don't, don't let them know we're around because of how discouraging their personalities are. You could have the perfect everything. We had free food, free entertainment, 
free activities, free ice cream, free rides, free everything. There wasn't a thing we had to pay for. The day was beautiful. It was sunny. There was a nice breeze in the air. It was the perfect day. We had the perfect scenario and she still found things to be discouraged about. But you know, I don't know where she's coming from. I don't know what her past has been and I don't know, um, maybe no one's invested in her life. Maybe nobody's encouraged her along life's way. And you know, there's a lot of us that um, probably feel like that. I remembered growing up, my grandmother was probably my hero. And I remember my grandmother, very young, always telling me, you know what, Lynn? You always have to make your own happiness. And I never really understood that as a kid. But my grandmother was not a Christian most of my life. She got saved just before she passed. But she was in a home, she was flat broke because my grandfather was an alcoholic. And he would take his paycheck at the end of the week and you know, spend it on all the, the drink and the booze that he wanted and then give her pennies to live on for the rest of the week. And he abused her and he abused the home and it was not a good situation. But I can tell you one thing, my grandmother would preach, you must make your own happiness, and she lived what she preached. I don't think there was a day that didn't go by that if I came home and, and I, we would go visit her, she'd be the first one being my cheerleader. You did great today, Lynn, I'm so proud of you. And I could tell her about a situation in school. I, I, know, I know you're doing a great job. I, no matter what I did, she was my cheerleader. She would always encourage me to go further. You could, I know you can do it. It's in you, I just know it. And there were things that I knew were not in me, but because of my grandmother telling me I could do it, I at least attempted it. And I tried things that I probably never would have tried before because she was just my cheerleader and encouraging me. And here is somebody that had a very rough life, but would say to me all the time, Lynn, you have to make your own happiness. And you know, I know for myself, there are times where I am so discouraged and I'm just down and you just, you know, you have a day, you might wake up and there's sometimes there's no reason that you can think of. You just wake up very discouraged. And um, encouragement is something that we all need every day, every single day. It's not like you can say, well, I just gave you that yesterday. Well, yesterday's encouragement is gone and you need it on a daily basis. Today, I want to find hope and encouragement in what we're sharing with each other today. I want you to find hope and encouragement for yourself. First of all, you need to be encouraged today. I always look at things this way, that God handpicks people and places and things. And if you're listening to this podcast today, or whatever day God allows you to tune in and listen to this, there's a reason. He's handpicked you to hear the words of encouragement that are in Scripture and that maybe he's going to share through my um, teaching. And you need to hear this. So we're going to go over a couple of verses. And I want to find in the Bible ways that I can make my own happiness. First of all, bottom line is this. If you're by yourself and you live home alone, you don't always have someone there to be your cheerleader or someone to invest in you and to encourage you. You might be by yourself. You might be married and your spouse is far from the person that is the encourager to you. You might be in a bad situation. You might have children at home and, and have a normal family, but life is so crazy that you can't find that encouragement there. 
Um, it could be, like they say, you could be lost in a crowd. You could be with a lot of people and still not find encouragement there. So what am I telling you? To be discouraged? Absolutely not. I want to go back to scripture and I want to look up a, three verses. And if nothing else, by the end of this podcast, you can claim these three verses for total encouragement for you for today. So the first verse, we're going to look in Psalm 1824. And it tells us we have a friend that sticks closer than a brother. And that's the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord sticks closer to us as a friend than our own brother would. What an encouragement to know that no matter what, through thick and thin, through good days and bad days, ups and downs, no matter what mistakes I've made or might make, if I'm a believer, he is my friend and he sticks closer to me than my brother. I think we take that verse for granted a lot. I think we forget that I'm a daughter of the king. He's my father. He's my friend. Just think about that. Your best friend, you could say, is the Lord Jesus Christ. If that doesn't encourage your heart, oh, it does mine. Okay, then in Philippians 4.19, it says, My God, my God, can you claim him as your God? My God will supply all my needs. Even in Psalms, it talks about how the Lord will provide our needs on a daily basis. Right there, my God will supply all your needs. Be encouraged today. God will supply your needs. It doesn't mean he's going to supply that perfect home that you want or the perfect car that you want or all those things. Sometimes we sort of put prosperity things in the same category as needs. You need clothing, you need food, and you need shelter. After that, that's prosperity. But your needs will be met. God will supply your needs. Your best friend is going to supply your needs. There's two things we can be encouraged today. The third thing, maybe not exactly what you were thinking of, but in John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. He gave us a free gift of salvation. Sometimes when I get overwhelmed and I get discouraged or I get you know, just down and I have to really sit and think about bottom line is I know where I'm going to spend eternity. I know without a shadow of a doubt that I have a home in glory forever and ever. There's a song that Mark Lowry sings and it says the God of all eternity wants to spend the rest of it with me. And it goes on to say, figure it out. I just can't understand it. I never will that the God of all eternity wants to spend the rest of it with me. If you're not encouraged, mm, something's wrong with your encourage button. The God of all eternity is your best friend. The God of all eternity will supply your daily needs. And the God of all eternity wants to spend the rest of it with you. Right there, I think we're done. That's it. It's over. How much more encouragement can we get for today? If you're feeling down and you're feeling blue and you just don't, can't get it together today. Think of those three verses. In Psalm 18, you have a friend. In John 3, 16, you have eternity. And Philippians 4, you have all your needs met. Just like my grandmother said, sometimes you have to make your own happiness. Well, if you're discouraged today and you need encouragement, I want you to go and open up your Bible 
you don't have a Bible in front of you, Google it. Look up those three verses. Find those three verses. Read them over and over and over and claim them for yourself. Read them and don't put that Bible down. You read them over and over and over. I don't care if it takes you to midnight tonight until you just feel the Holy Spirit just encourage your spirit and help you to realize that you're okay. You're okay. Doesn't matter what happened. You're okay. Your needs are going to be met. Your salvation is free. And he's your best friend. I think that's a great way to encourage ourselves. Just over and over, you repeat those things to yourself. Now, I know that sounds simple. And I know it's easy for me to tell you, and you could easily tell me if we could talk through this camera that you don't know what I've been through. You don't, you don't understand my situation. And I, I don't, I really don't. I don't know many of you. Um, I don't know that I will ever meet some of you. And I don't understand your situation. But the Lord does. And these podcasts that you know I put together, they're not things that I just have these thoughts. They are thoughts that are prayerfully considered. I go into them asking the Lord, Lord, show me what I need to share with people. Most times I come out of these podcasts realizing that I'm convicted, that Lord, you're working on my heart again. You know, I'm preparing these for other people, but he turns it around and he says, Lynn Wilson, you need to hear these words and I need to be reminded. I have a best friend and I have eternity and my needs are met. And I need to just stop it right there and just in that moment, find happiness and find encouragement. I know sometimes when I do pray, you know the Lord's there, but you feel like he's not, you kind of wonder where is he? You know, do you ever have that feeling? Like, I feel like he's disappeared or he's, you know, have you remembered me, Lord? I'm here too. And it seems like everybody around you is happy or encouraged or things are going well. And yet you feel like you're on the other side of things. I get that. Sometimes we just need that human interaction. And, you know, I really think the Lord um, knew that. Um, I know he knew that. One example I can give you is the night before the Lord was crucified, he picked three of his um, closest disciples and he said, come with me and I want you to pray for me. I think what an honor that the Lord would come to you and say, pray for me. Now, it, I know it's hard to think about this is, you know, he was God in the flesh. So he was all knowing. He knew what was going to happen. He knew he had to be crucified. Um, he knew he was going to rise again. He ha he knew he knows all, and yet he was a man, and he wanted to be prayed for, and um, he needed encouragement. He needed to have someone. He was that human for that moment, um, sinless human, but he was a human being, flesh and blood that he needed somebody to come and pray for him. He needed that encouragement. He needed that human connection. And many times we, as a human being, I need another believer to come along and affirm something for me or, or edify me or build me up or encourage me. And we don't do that with each other. I find so many times we're, we're making fun of each other and in you really think you can preach? You, you've, you've got the calling to preach? Or you, you, really, you think that is really what God's calling you to do? Or, you know, um, we should not be doing that. We should be building each other up. 
life is tough enough living in this world this is as they say this world is not my home i'm just a passing through we are living here for now um yes we have eternity but we're not there yet and while we're here we're here to serve and to do and to have families and to love each other and to you know be in a church family and all these things and we're to connect with people and it just doesn't mean that the people we're going to connect with are going to build us up all the time there's a lot of times that you're going to find that you're going to be knocked down in ephesians 4:29. It says, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth by that which is good to use of edification, that it may minister grace unto the hearts. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. Ooh, that's kind of a slap in the face. But that which is good to use for edification, to edify someone, to build somebody up, to minister to them. Then in 1 Thessalonians 5.11, Therefore, encourage one another. Build each other up, just as, in fact, you were doing. We are believers, and we need to look out for each other. We need to look for ways to encourage each other. We need to remember what it means when... When's the last time somebody encouraged you, and you just kind of... You want to look around like, me? Really? You're oh, you're talking to me? And... Hey, Lynn, you did a great job the other day with this. And Lynn, I really liked how you did this. And Lynn, you're really talented in this area. Oh, well, well, thank you. Or even just something as, hey, Lynn, you look great today. You just feel good. I don't mean in a prideful way, but we need to be lifted up and to be built up. When is the last time you went up to someone and just said, hey, with a big smile on your face, hey, it's so good to see you today. Just that alone. You're going to build that person up. You're going to build their spirits up. It's good to see me today. Really? Oh, well, well, thank you. You have no idea that little phrase that you just said. They might be skipping down the hallway because they feel so good. The gift of encouragement God talks about over and over and over. He needed encouragement the night before he went on the cross himself. If the Lord needed encouragement as a human being, we definitely need it. Oh, boy, do we need it. If you don't think you need it, I'm fine. I don't need it. You're wrong. You have a heart of stone or something because we all need it. The Lord knows that. The Lord knows that so much that when he talks about being in the body of Christ and that when you, um, he talks about being in church and that you should be meeting together, so many of us have had to meet apart for the last five, six months. You've watched church on TV and on Zoom and you know, maybe on the radio or whatever, and we've not been able to meet. And I know people are going back to church and they're saying, oh, the fellowship is so sweet. I need to be with people. You need that. You need that fellowship, but you also need words of encouragement. You need to be built up. I believe that everybody has the gift of encouragement. And I know some people will say, oh, that's not my gift. Absolutely it is. And I'll tell you why I say that. As we grow in the Lord, the Lord tells us to get closer to Him. We are to be more Christ-like every day. The more we study His Word, the more we practice what He tells us in His Word, the more we hear that still small voice of Him reminding us of what we do, the more time we spend in prayer, the more time we ask the Lord for wisdom and for guidance, and Lord, what is it you want me to be doing? The more time that we spend with Him, we become more like Him. The Lord is full of encouragement. 
So you might not be like an ace at encouragement, but the more you grow in the Lord and the more you become Christ-like, you will find, oh yeah, I, I think I could encourage somebody. So today I want you to find one person that you can encourage, just one. You can do more, that's great, but I want you to find one person that you can encourage. I want you to ask the Lord to direct you to someone who needs words of encouragement. You might be looking out and saying, there's no one here, I'm by myself, I'm in an apartment, I work from home, I never have to leave my house, there's no one around me. Then ask the Lord to send someone to you. Ask the Lord to help you find an opportunity where you can encourage someone. You know, many of us growing up in life um, had maybe, you know, words said to us as we were kids of, Lynn Wilson, you did a great job with that. Oh, Lynn, you're so talented in this area. Lynn, I love the way you look today. Your hair looks so nice. <gasps> Lynn, you did a great job teaching Sunday school the other day. Oh, Lynn, I just loved how you worked with those kids in the children's ministry. You're a great teacher. Oh, Lynn, I, I, I just love what you did the other day when you were with Mrs. Smith and she was older and she needed your help. You did such a great job. And Lynn, the next person comes up and, oh, by the way, why in the world would you help that old lady? You know, you really don't have any talent in those areas. What happened? All those things that we were told on how great we were and how encouraging and we've been teaching and we've been feeling good about ourselves and we can see how God is working and one person just comes out of their way to just say that thing that makes you feel like the wind is knocked out of your sails. Does it take much? It doesn't take much. I'll tell you, so many of us have grown up some of you have grown up with hardly any encouragement in your life. And you don't, you don't even have enough of these to stack. You know, you might be sitting here saying, I might have just one thing of encouragement in my life. Maybe just two things. I don't have much. You've got to go back and look at those verses and know that you've got a friend that sticks closer than a brother. And he's going to supply your needs and he's giving you eternity. And claim that and make that your happiness. And tell the Lord, I need encouragement today. Say it out loud. Don't be afraid to, I pray out loud many times. I need to hear what I'm praying. My mind, if I start praying and I, you know, you close your eyes and you're praying quietly and my mind will drift. Sometimes I have to stare at a wall and I have to look at something and I need to speak it. And I need to pray, Lord, I need encouragement today. I need it. I so need it today. Anytime I've spoken it, somehow, some way, I don't care if it's a text, it's a phone call, it's an email, it's a note. It's a it's an interaction with somebody I, I, that was unexpected. He sends it my way. We have been so discouraged over the years by people who come out and say, "Oh well, I I just wanted to you know give you some constructive criticism." No, don't be that person that gives that constructive criticism. Criticism. All it does is it takes one phrase like that to knock down all the good that all these other people have done to build up. If you have the time this week and you have the book at home called Silver Boxes, some of you might have that. I want you to reread that book or read it for the first time. If you've never heard of that book, I want you to go on YouTube or any um, access that you have to get 
a moment to listen. It's about 20, 25 minutes long. And I, I guarantee you, you will be a changed person. It's by Florence Litauer, who's recently passed away. Florence has been instrumental in my own life, in my own walk as a teacher and a speaker and um, has taught me how to mentor people, how to encourage people. But I want you to go find her message on silver boxes and listen to what she says about building and edifying one another. I want you to be encouraged by the words that she has. Is the Lord tugging at your heart right now? You know, as we're talking, as discouraged as I can be sometimes, the Lord will put a thought in my head and say, oh, Susan, Betsy, Tyler, Jim, and he might put a thought in my head of, why am I thinking of that person? I don't know. The Lord put them in your mind. And you could be at your lowest point, and all of a sudden you run into one of those people, and they might look really good today. And as discouraged as you are, you might say to them, hey, you look great today. Did you get a new haircut? Yeah, I did. Oh, you like it? And they get all excited, and you've built them up, and they walk away encouraged, and by their smile, you feel encouraged. Have you ever noticed that when sometimes just by you lifting someone else up, you've actually lifted yourself up? You might not be perfect and you might be thinking, I wish somebody would come tell me something once in a while. Trust me, if you've given that back to the Lord and said you need encouragement, you're going to find he will supply you with that encouragement. Now, remember, you got your best friend, you've got eternity and you've got your needs met. You might have to find your own happiness today, but guess what? The Lord is there to encourage you. Now stick around because next week we're going to talk about more practical things that we can do with our gift of encouragement. Today we learned how to encourage ourselves and what the biblical thought behind building one another up is. But next week I want to go over, okay, now what can we do? How can we encourage each other? Thanks for stopping by today. Don't forget Jesus loves you and you have an eternity with him if you choose to have it. Thanks so much, and we'll see you on the next podcast.